1: War Games 2021, this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0 versus the Black and Gold Old School. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, tonight with Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Issa, here to break it all down. The new school versus the old school, versus uh, perhaps a a swan song tonight for a talent or two. Uh, The worst promo video vignette ever, question mark. (laughs) And so much more to dive into and talk welcome both to the show uh before we dive in and talk about what was what was a snappy hour it was peppy flew right by they got all their stuff in it worked it was good uh but we got some news before we dive into the war games
0: yeah, you kind of hinted toward it at the top, Glenn, in terms of people who might be having swan songs. Let's get into a couple of them, starting uh, with Kyle O'Reilly. Now, Kyle O'Reilly, we saw an angle here tonight in NXT War Games that will probably lead, will definitely lead to a match uh, on NXT television, but it could be one of Kyle O'Reilly's last matches in NXT as PW Insider is reporting that as of right now, he has not come to any type of terms with WWE, and this could be his last week with the company. If he does not sign a new contract, what do you think about that? Glenn, do you think WWE NXT should make a play to keep Kyle O'Reilly? How do you see this playing out? I mean, I think they are right. I think with both him and perhaps with Johnny
1: Gargano, they don't want to lose either of them. I mean, I don't think they want to lose any talent right now that has, that quite frankly, hasn't been released, you know, because if, if you haven't been released, they see some value in you. Um, they don't want the competition to get them. And with Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano, I mean, I could see WWE saying like, is this really going to hurt us? Especially Kyle O'Reilly. If Kyle O'Reilly goes to AEW, like what is that going to do that has not already been done by Adam Cole and Bobby Fish going there? It's not going to attract any new viewers. No one's going to say, oh, they had, they had two fourths of the undisputed era, but now that Kyle is there, I guess I'll start watching Dynamite. Um, so I don't know. I, I I guess the question is, how much does WWE really see in either of these guys, or is just them trying to take a chess uh, piece off the board out of spite and then to have some strategic advantage?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, he's obviously going to have one more match on the Steel Cage match that was announced tonight tonight against um, Von Wagner. I don't. I don't. I don't know, I actually thought he cut an awesome promo first time I'm actually probably giving him props here but I thought he did great on that promo there's nothing for Kyle O'Reilly to do I feel like if they were going to do something with him in NXT they would have done it by now especially after Adam Cole left and they let him win that feud technically speaking Mm. so you know I if I was him I would consider my options do I necessarily see him gone I would say most likely because there's a lot of reports that WWE has been vocal about keeping him but he's still yet to resign you would think at this point they would have you know came to an agreement so i can i can see him leaving
0: yeah, and it does seem like maybe there's not a lot for him to do, but in the time they are, he is a big fish in a smaller pond, and with NXT and WWE going the direction of developing people who maybe are coming from scratch and don't have that wrestling background, they're also going to need people like Kyle O'Reilly to show Ooh. them the ropes, have good matches with them. Like It can't just be all people from scratch. It would be a disaster if it hasn't started to go that way now. So they're going to need these Johnny Garganos. We as fans look at it as oh, what can they do personally in terms of their growth, but hmm. WWE may value them from a standpoint of in order to be safe, in order to really train these guys who we want to be the next generation. We need guys like Johnny Gargano, uh, Kyle O'Reilly to have matches with them. So, and I think they do have leverage from that standpoint.
1: But don't you think, I mean, they could just pick up a Curtis Axel or some other release talent? Sure. Like if it's having good hands at the PC
0: to uh, to work with these guys they could but if you're building i mean who knows how committed they even are to nxt anymore obviously functionally as like a developmental brand and developing people yes but as a television property and as a brand you kind of want those older nxt guys like champa and gargano and Kyle riley to in at least embody the spirit of nxt until the next generation is able to get that rub i mean yeah their
2: main event tonight clearly proved that you need those old guys to make sure these new guys look good, which we'll get into, but I, I really enjoyed that main event a lot, and and it was probably because of that dynamic that you're talking yeah. about, Alfred.
1: But you have to think about it from Kyle O'Reilly's point of view. Nobody goes in and says they want to be uh, Crash Davis and Bull Durham, that they're just there to you know work yeah. with the young talent. They're at the end of their career, and they're like a player coach. I don't think that's how Kyle O'Reilly,
0: Johnny Gargano, or any of the black and gold guys see themselves. Sure. Yeah, no, and you're right about that. I, and I don't think that's how any wrestler sees themselves. Every wrestler goes in, no matter what level they are in wrestling, they went in thinking, I'm going to be WWE champion one day, or I'm going to win a world championship. However, how the company values them might encourage... Listen, Johnny Gargano's about to have a family, and you know, money does talk, especially when you're in this stage of your life. And WWE, I could see them offering him possibly one of the bigger, if not the biggest NXT contracts of all time in order to stay. And I think that's gonna go a long way in making him decide whether or not you want to stay in NXT or possibly, you know, maybe even bet on yourself, which is also a good thing to do. Yeah. It's interesting. What else we got?
1: Anything else? Oh uh, well, else?
0: yeah, leading right into that when it terms to Johnny Gargano to in order to uh help soak those flames of the fact that he might be gone uh, from NXT Tommaso Ciampa took to Twitter and uh, had a very interesting tweet about him and uh, Johnny Gargano that uh, basically said, if this is the last time that we uh, team together, that it's been a pleasure. Uh, the exact quote was, if tonight, if we get this tweet. Okay. He basically said, if this is the last time that uh, we see each other. what?" And it led to a lot of speculation that Johnny Gargano could be leaving to NXT. And also in the main event, he came out to his old school, this Rebel Heart music, which uh, possibly, you know, maybe is part of a swan song. Uh, Isa, do you think this is the last time we'll see Johnny Gargano in NXT?
2: The quote was, if this is the last time we share a ring together, I have two words for you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Thank my you, Isa. <laughs> my cold heart warmed up when I saw that and the pictures that he used on his Instagram uh, post for this. It was just absolutely he uh, got everybody in their feelings, whether you like Johnny Gargano or not. You had to appreciate what he's done in NXT. He will definitely be missed if he is leaving. If he's not leaving, boy, are they doing a good job of pretending he is. Yeah. They even posted one last glorious bomb on, on Twitter. Like, they, they really knew how to mess with our feelings tonight about it. I am not sure. I need to just not see him there anymore to believe it because wrestling gives me trust issues. But they definitely play with our feelings. And, and, and if, if this is the last time we see him, they did a good job paying respect w- with the song and everybody, you know, being behind him tonight.
1: What if uh, Tuesday on nxt index are like well we've got to get our own place now we've got to move out hey we found a new apartment hey we moved in and at the end of the show johnny gargano opens the door and says guess who just bought an apartment building i'm your new landlord
2: <laughs> oh, <there>
0: you go. <laughs> yes. and we've all been swerves yes <laughs> i think he stays i definitely think he stays
2: i mean there's a there's a factor there with candace and i i believe they might I don't know how it works with the NXT contracts. I know they're slightly different, but you know they're going to add this time that she's taken off right now due to her pregnancy to her contract. So how much longer is she in NXT? But it wouldn't be the first time that we see a couple be split up because, you know, one chose to go in a different direction. I personally thought that Gargano would stay, but he might want something different. You never know. Maybe he's just looking at his options before he makes his final decision.
1: He, I don't know that he would have a big bump for AEW, but NWA, Impact, yeah. MLW. I mean, like, he's the guy you could really help build a promotion around.
0: Absolutely. He's going to command a lot of attention on the indies, which they're still trying to rebuild right now. And a guy like Johnny Gargano for some of these upstart companies that they're even having could be a big deal to them. Yeah. but with it. It, I'm sorry? No, go ahead, go ahead. But with uh, Kyle O'Reilly, it just makes too much sense
1: that Adam Cole wants him at AEW.
2: Right, right. No, I was just going to say, the Indies this weekend had a very interesting weekend. A lot of people showing up all over, a lot of promotions. So it is is a hot time for for smaller promotions to start getting those big names.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. What else? Anything else going on? Nope, that is your news. Well, the main news... Main thing everybody's talking about NXT Takeover, oh. not Takeover NXT War Games. It's, it's just I can it's, Again, it's like Rebecca Romain. I just I want to say Stamos every right. time.
2: Oh yeah, I I so many times went to type hashtag NXT Takeover tonight and I was like, crap, that's not it. That is not it. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to not say Takeover. Oh, man, but the show.
1: Okay, so the name bummer. The show, the show, the show, the show. The show. Uh, opening tonight with the oh. NXT Takeover War Games women's match. And oh my God. Yes. <laughs> this uh, was a hell of a start. We had Raquel Gonzalez, Zio Shirai, Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai, and Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. Issa, what did you think of this match?
2: Oh my God. I loved that so much. What a breakout star performance for Cora Jade. Like, oh my God. I loved everything about this match. Something that I really, really appreciate is when I sit down to watch the shows that we talk about every once in a while. Not every once in a while. Every, every time I have a notepad just in case there's so much going on. Yeah. <laughs> and the women made me had to write things down because I was like, there's so many things to remember that went on in this match. I love the trash can spot when Raquel Gonzalez put that Kodakai Kai inside that trash can. I die laughing, and it was impressive <laughs> the way that she like contoured her body to fit into that trash can. Love Cora Jade. Um, I really enjoyed uh, – oh, one thing, though. When she got the pin to win, Way said on commentary that she could go and celebrate with champagne. She's 20 years old, sir, Uh-oh. okay? That is not the right wording. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, overall, it was good chaos, but it felt very balanced. Like, at no point did I feel like there was too much going on that it, I was overwhelmed by it. The, and, and I felt like everybody in that match got to shine one way or another. And EO popping her arm back into place. Ooh. Like Eo the medicine woman. Oh, I just loved. I loved this match so much. I was like, they set the bar very high for the night.
0: Yeah. To Wade's credit, he is from the UK where you can drink at like age 18 or whatnot. So maybe he was going by those rules, but I, I absolutely agree in terms of how good this match was. I thought they all overachieved. I did definitely notice that they built this around making you talk about Cora Jade, which is good for her because she had been like disappearing and even losing when she was on TV. And so mm-hmm. this was really them kind of reclaiming Cora Jade because that's what these NXT war games are typically about is getting that one person over, whether it's a challenge for the next title or whether it's to just showcase them. And this was definitely... Definitely core Jade in terms of that table bump. And it was not as scary as I thought it would be in terms of uh, the new women who were there. I thought yeah. Dolan did a very good job uh, with, with her role. I thought she really got over in this match. So, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, they had the crowd on their side because it kind of kicked off to a hot start. And they did a really good job on this.
1: I think NXT's women's division continues to impress. Core Jade with that one spot in particular it was kind of scary. But, um, yeah. man, like... Just what a good match! I thought Kaylee Ray looked fantastic. Um, I thought it was interesting, oh. but I guess you know Toxic Attraction didn't really need the win, given that they hold the titles. I think that this helps build um, all of Team Gonzalez tonight with this, and I think uh, with Cora in particular. Yeah, just uh, Kaylee Ray. I think their future is very bright after this match. Mm-hmm. But this was a really, really good match to start the show. There's like a 40 minute match. Yes, um,
2: they gave them a lot of time, and I thought it was a, it was very smart choice to have Mandy be the last one coming in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man.
2: It was fun. This was fun.
1: And putting a shoulder back into place. You know, growing up, (laughs) I always thought at some point in my life I would have to lethal weapon it and like knock my shoulder back into place. So I like uh, every time I see that, I think thankful that's never had to happen.
0: Yeah, and it's always tricky with those popping your shoulder back in place because I've seen it done during matches and they were able to just continue. But then you had like Finn Balor's situation where he had to pop his shoulder in place, but then he missed like six months. So hopefully Io Shirai is going to be okay. Yeah, no, I hope she's, yeah, I hope uh, this is all right. But no, this this match was
1: um, absolutely fantastic. Great way to start the show. And uh, man, I'm excited to see where they go with the women's division from here. I feel like, you know, I, I miss... Frankie Monet, but I, you know, I'm glad Aliyah's is on the main roster. I think getting Robert Stone out of the women's division is one of the best developments Yep, for the NXT women. I think that was really a weird speed bump that never quite worked out the way they thought it was going to.
2: Yes, I agree. And I'm glad that he's not there. I didn't think he added anything to the women's division. Also, I don't know if you saw Frankie's. Uh, video package yesterday. La Güera Loca is no. back on Triple nice. A. They did a nice video package for her and, and she's already calling out Diana for also and I'm here for it. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, That'd yes. be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I will say, in defense of Robert Stone, I did enjoy him as a television character. Yes, yeah, right. absolutely. maybe wrestling wise, in terms of them being able to flourish as wrestlers, yeah. this is better for them. But I, I am very impressed with how Robert Stone acts as a character. I was very oh, impressed but... with his
2: fashion choices.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Very bold. A lot of risks. Yes. Although, now that I think about it,
1: what do you think the odds are Tiffany Stratton and Robert Stone cross paths in the very next it.
0: He's coming back. He's been standing in the corner. I believe it was yeah, yeah. of uh, per- Persia Parada. And uh, there's somebody else who's standing in their corner and kind of observing. I think it was uh, Ciccola, But
2: If that's the case, then that will go to confirm that she's fake rich because I would assume she will be able to afford a better manager. <laughs>
0: She got the public defender of NXT.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> Robert Stone should form like the anti diamond mine, like the stone quarry or something.
2: <laughs> no, the comic, the Kovic zirconia mine.
1: <laughs> but he should have a stable that's like bootleg diamond, like guys that aren't quite real athletes. It should be the scrap. complete
0: opposite of what the Diamond Mine are. Like, not shooters, but people who've never fought in their lives. You know, people <laughs> like Stephanie Stratton who live the high <laughs> lives and are protected. I think it'd be great. Oh, I was thinking, like, a bunch of dudes with, like, uh, eyebrow rings and,
1: like, barbed wire tattoos around their <laughs> bicep. You know, Oakley sunglasses on the back of their head.
2: Oh, nah, my so. God. <laughs> not a you, bad man. idea. Not a yeah. bad idea.
1: Uh, but, but this was a great match. I mean, really... Hell of a way to start the show. Both War Games matches were incredible. Um it's tough with Von Wagner uh and Kyle O'Reilly versus Imperium following this because I think that the assumption was this is Kyle's uh near the end. And I think that the most interesting thing about this match, I mean Imperium won, but it was really the the turn uh between O'Reilly and Wagner. And I guess they're gonna have a one on one match on Tuesday. Steel it's cage. Steel Cage. Steel Cage, so. There you go. That could be it for uh, KOR. I'm assuming uh, if he goes out on his back, this is uh, the end.
0: Sure. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead off. Okay. No,
2: I <laughs> know, I was just going to say, I wish they would have put this match in the middle, because wrestling-wise, I thought this was another match that peaked, but because it followed War Games, maybe it didn't get the attention that it needed, because as somebody that, I always tell you guys, I keep on forgetting that Imperium are the tag champions, and I thought that tonight, they looked incredible in this match. I really? Thought they really? Yes, I really, I really enjoy what Imperium did here. I wish they would have put this match in the middle, and then maybe done the Gacy and um, Roderick Strong here. Or, yeah, or the
1: hair match or the works. hair
2: match here just as a you know cool down from that amazing opening match anyways that being said i just really i thought that imperium looked good but there was a spot in which i think kyle o'reilly had him in the in the hold and he looked like he tapped and then commentary said that he tapped but he didn't and the match continued and that kind of threw me off a little bit from the end but uh, i thought this was a fun one uh fun match
0: I thought it was a really good match too especially from a wrestling standpoint these mm-hmm. they all i've never been more impressed with von wagner in terms of really good in this match uh but i will say like it does feel like because even kyle o'reilly noted toward this in his promo that he saw this coming so it's like the yeah. heel turn everybody saw coming but it's going to lead to a match that i think nobody wants because i don't think <laughs> in this feud. <laughs> Not
2: Way to hype it up. I can't wait for Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Wow. Really,
0: uh, gonna you really it's going
2: to be fun. <laughs> Uh, WWE,
1: feel free to use this in your promo for NXT yeah. Tuesday. You know? Do it; it's very snappy. It'll the match everybody...
2: nobody wants. <laughs> <Wagner>. <laughs> because it's because they both just ooze charisma.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the match. They should make the, you know they should cancel the cancel the cruiserweight championship and make the charisma championship. And the win of this match, <laughs> give it to Kyle Riley Nobody will be able to.
2: If it's based on charisma, nobody will be able to take that from him. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Look, I like, I think Kylie or Kyle is uh, a talented wrestler. I feel like I have no clue what his character is from his haircut. He looks like, like a young teenage boy. You wouldn't trust with fireworks or a lighter. (laughs) Um, But I I don't, I don't like, I don't get what's there, you know? And tonight with him doing the undisputed stuff uh, after uh, Vaughn failed uh, in his attack, like that was good, but I think he needs to be back with his friends um
2: oh, i don't know glenn tell us how you really feel put the, sn- <laughs> put the snoggy back on glenn you're too mean without it <laughs> <laughs> you know you know <laughs>
1: look imperium we've talked about this Walter is money imperium is coming into their own but when you've got msk grizzled young vets yeah um you know, members of Diamond Mine like in the tag division right now. I don't know. I just think that um yeah, there's there's some parts that are lacking, you know. Brooks and Dunn, for instance, not interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. We gotta we gotta do something to change this up. You know,
2: agreed, agreed. And I, I need MSK to stop looking for. I mean, just tell us who the shaman is and bring them back because this is getting annoying without them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tuesday should. I mean, and it's kind of a letdown that they're not building this up and telling you when they're going to pay this off. So right. Hopefully there's some kind of advertisement that this is the night you're going to see it. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm ready uh, to see who the shaman is. So here's the question. Is this gonna be a satisfying payoff or is it gonna be no. something stupid? Yeah, I think it's something stupid. I think it's gonna be comedy, complete comedy.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna put my hopes up, Glenn. I've learned the hard way. So I'm just gonna say it's okay. gonna be dumb.
1: Okay, uh first thing that comes to your mind, Alfred, who's the comedy payoff for the shaman? Um didn't I I'm gonna say William Regal. I'm just gonna say William Regal. I mean that's kind of an okay payoff, but he said, what's the dumbest payoff you could think of?
2: the dumbest?
1: Yeah, like the dumbest. Like they think, "Aren't we funny?"
2: Uh. I don't know, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: dumb for another set of reasons. I was going to say like doing the clown or Papa Shango or, you know, the, bo- the, boo-
2: the boogeyman.
1: Yeah. The boogie- yeah, that that would be pretty
0: What if it's Santa Claus? What? <laughs> be Santa Claus with the holiday season, and uh, that's who the shot. What is. if
2: it's the Grinch and they turn heel? Ah,
0: yeah, the Grinch is green, so it does go up that
1: <laughs> pathway. I think RVD is the is what i saying. Like RVD is the the satisfying enough answer. Yes,
0: that's. I think that's the best case scenario. Is that it's RVD? <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe we get a cameo from Riddle. That'd be fun. But best case scenario, RVD. <laughs> really aim aim for the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Aim for what you think might happen.
2: <laughs> I I aim for it. they're never going to tell us and there's no payoff.
1: Oh, wait a second. What about Devon? Hmm. Oh, I mean, he's there. Yeah, I don't know what the sure. tie in there. It <laughs> <laughs> tag team. It's a tag team. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: What a reach.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we're going to do the tag team thing, he should really be there with Bully Ray. And they're not uh, seeing eye to eye right now, unfortunately. But if you're going to do the tag team round like that, it should be both Dudleys.
1: Well, but if it's one person that's the tag team shaman. Oh, what about, um, what's his face? Uh Authors of
0: Pain. Oh, Paul Ellering. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I, mean, I that'd be that'd be fun.
2: Pain. I forgot about them.
0: Yeah. R. We them. all have. It was fun while it lasted, though. (laughs)
2: It was. It really was. It was all fun and games until Drake Maverick peed his pants.
1: Yeah. That that was probably the high point of their main (laughs) roster run. Uh, So Imperium won. They're still the tag team champions. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, uh, we had a Delgado Del Fantasma promo. We had a lot of promos. Yeah, Michael is getting some great mic time tonight. Yes. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, The hair versus hair match, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. And as predicted, Duke Hudson lost. Cameron Grimes shaved his head in the ring. Alfred, what did you think of this match?
0: I like the match. I really did like the match. The fans were clearly behind it. This is a type of stipulation that they haven't done to death in WWE or NXT, mm-hmm. and so I think people were really into it. Even though it did kind of come out of nowhere initially, uh, I think people were really into it, and I'm glad that Cameron Grimes won. And I did get my hopes up because he was palling around with a former WWE legend in Ted DiBiase, and so I was thinking to get his hair cut, especially because Duke Hudson tried to run away, I was thinking they can get Brutus and Barber Beefcake Because he's out, you know, the WrestleCon circuit. So why not bring him in for a haircut for another 80s legend to team with Cameron Grime and give him the rub? I thought that would have been great.
2: Yeah, that would have actually been pretty awesome. I thought this match was really, really good. I thought they both looked good. I I thought it was one of Duke Hudson's best showings so far. Like Arthur said, the build up was weird. I don't know how we went from poker to hair, (laughs) but but here we are, right? But yeah, and like you said, there was a payoff. There was a second where he started running away that I was like, if nobody gets their hair cut, I'm going to be mad because, like you said, this is a gimmick that they don't do often, so when they do it, you do want to see a payoff. So there was one slight second that I was like, if nobody gets their haircut by tuesday i'm going to be upset but they they ended up paying it off and i can't wait to see what the new full haircut is going to look like which i'm sure we'll see on tuesday yeah
0: absolutely
1: for cameron grimes since they kind of put a pin in his storyline of looking for love what if he ends up with tiffany stratton and like her family doesn't approve there's so much we could do with this storyline maybe this is where cameron grimes goes from here
2: her family is going to approve because she's fake rich and they know that Cameron Grimes has money. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna force her like Rose in the Titanic. They're going to be like, you're going to love Cameron Grimes and you're going to marry him.
0: <laughs> I love that. I think they could do a lot with Tiffany Stratton and Cameron Grimes because of
1: the money aspect. Me now, too. Of course, Tiffany Stratton, they chose her last name as an homage to uh, Ricky Schroeder on Silver Spoons. Um, but no, I think... Uh, I think there's a lot they could do with this and that overlap. I mean, Issa, to your point, it sounds like a pretty great storyline. Yes. Uh, You know,
2: like what if the family's going broke and they force her to date Cameron Grimes just because, you know, they want the money. She's not really in love with him, but then she falls in love with him. Oh my God. I want to really write it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Fan fiction. If nothing else, this has to be fan fiction. I'm
2: going to start my own blog. It's going to be a fan fiction of Cameron Grimes and Tiffany Stratton. Like, Star-crossed lovers. (laughs) (laughs) I have to
1: admit, you know, so main roster, we have some decent ideas, but I think if the three of us were running NXT 2.0, I think we could really improve the product week in and week out. I know for a fact that we could.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: I feel like we're we're thinking about this more than the creative is. Creative, who tonight brought us two Ika Manjira promos, which were, (laughs) I believe, one of which was only shown in its entirety on Peacock. So one... We had him going through his closet and talking about the merits of style strong, which I thought was brilliant. Uh, And he came across as very likable showing off his jacket collection. The second promo had him talking about his diet where he proceeded to eat from a tub of ice cream and then ended with him running to the bathroom, a shot outside the stall of his pants dropping. And then like sound effects while he was on the toilet. Um, I'm not a man that would ever say like, Oh, so-and-so needs to be fired or future endeavored, but whoever was the quote-unquote creative mind behind this promo needs to be barred from ever contributing anything to NXT ever again.
2: I am lucky enough to not have seen the second part for me being cheap finally paid off because I didn't feel like paying for the premium version of Peacock. So all I saw was him eating ice cream and pizza and he went to an NXT shop commercial. So I didn't have to endure this. But then I'm seeing the time. I even tweeted WTF because I'm seeing everybody in the timeline talking about what you just described. And I'm like, I I didn't even ask what did I miss? Because based on the tweets I was reading, I was glad that I missed it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I do have the free version in so we were talking about this on air so I didn't know what this was but then I immediately went to the Twitter and yeah they are not happy with this angle at all some people are saying that it ruined the whole show for them so it, I'm glad I didn't see it because this show is actually pretty awesome so I have a good taste in my mouth yes. I mean
1: the crazy thing is you could think you could just have him be like oh my tummy and run and cut and that's the end of the promo but oh no They kept going with this probably about 20 seconds longer than they needed to. (laughs) And for um, the
2: premium version for your premium viewers, you would think the cheap ones will get that part and then the premium viewers will get something else
1: like how this is not going to get him over. We were talking about this earlier. I was like. It's like if you explained to somebody that didn't see it, Natalia and the flatulence gimmick they stuck her with, you would think they were kidding because you go, well, they would never really do that to a talent. That's really horrible. That's not going to get anyone over. That's just humiliating. And I don't know why they did this to Ike him at night. This was just like, I don't want to just say, I mean, forget whether it was in poor taste or not. Like this does not advance
0: him. I Okay, you say that, but I think a poop segment with Ike Manjiro would get him over with the one man where it counts, Vince McMahon. I think uh, either he came up with this or if he sees this, he'll be like, oh, that's, that's comedy. We need to get that guy on our roster doing that on Monday night. Oh, Jesus.
2: What if the pizza that he was eating that forced this stomach you know, issue was the Pizza Hut from Survivor Series?
0: Oh, <laughs> intertwining storylines like the Attitude Era. I like that.
2: I know. He maybe caught what he was in the crowd. He caught one of the slices that the street profits were throwing to the people, ate it tonight, and that's what caused this issue.
0: (laughs) You know that happened to whoever did catch it if they (laughs) didn't eat that pizza. That's exactly what probably, probably at the deception.
2: They're lucky they didn't throw it at me. I would have thrown that crap back. Who brings a Pizza Hut ad to Brooklyn, New York, where we have the best pizza in the world? You want to throw us Pizza Hut? That's offensive. That's a terrorist attack in New York City. I'm sorry. (sighs)
1: <sighs> this promo just yeah you, you i'm sure it'll be online but this no is i don't like, want to
2: look it up i don't want to look it up glenn i'm glad i didn't see it and i'm not gonna go out of my way to find
1: it <laughs> it was bad but hey the cameron grimes match was good he yes. won i think they got to give camera something hot from here T- tiffany stratton is not a bad storyline there's some stuff they could do with him but the Duke cuts in like I don't know. It's like, it's like the chase you cameo tonight where he's like, Hey, you want me, you know, on your team? And it's just like, dude, get, step off. <laughs> like, that's the problem. You know, it's like you have Tony D'Angelo, uh, you know, may he reign in power over, uh, NXT, uh, where there's unlimited options, but with Duke, with chase, like you really gotta, like, these are thin gimmicks.
0: They've got to come up with a way to keep these relevant. And the problem with them, uh, well, particularly with Duke Hudson, is it's a gimmick that you can tell they're still thinking out, and I don't even think they figured it out. And maybe they even gave up on it, because they really don't really lean on the poker part anyway. They just go to straight hair versus hair match. So they're definitely a work in progress with Duke Hudson.
2: Yeah, Duke Hudson, I I don't know, ever since they started with the poker and didn't make it like some kind of weird underground poker with some kind of stakes that led to a match, it was weird how we got here, right? Because he Uh didn't fight Cameron Grimes for the money he lost or anything related to the poker. So, yeah, you can tell they're going week to week with this character and and some characters with the new NXT got over tonight. I felt Duke Hudson looked great in the ring, but I don't think it did anything for his gimmick. Maybe the new hair will reinvent him.
1: (laughs) There you go. <laughs> S Pen Buck ninety nine saying Chicago is the best pizza in the world, not that's
2: New York. That's a that's a that's a pasta casserole, my friend.
1: Yeah, that's look, not- uh, New York <laughs> has pizza pie. Chicago has pizza cake. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: it's,
2: it, very... it's it depends on your it depends on your taste.
0: Yeah, in my humble opinion, pizza doesn't get better than Garage Pizza in Los Angeles, and and I've had pizza in New York, which is very. I've nice, had
2: Garage Pizza in Los that? Angeles. It's not all that.
0: Where's Garage located? It's like Silver Lake area, central Los Angeles. Very good. Well, I'll take you there when you come out to LA, Glenn. I went
1: out of my way because Delicious Vinyl, one of my favorite hip-hop labels, has
0: Delicious Pizza with two locations. Their pizza was amazing. Delicious Pizza has comedy shows every Saturday. I did one a couple weeks ago. They're very fun. And they've got a lot of great vinyl and uh, vintage shirts and stuff like that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the pizza is definitely on point.
0: Um, So
1: we have the Cruiserweight title match which was after the announcement of New Year's Evil in January. January Uh, 4th. Yeah, look forward to that. Uh, Joe Gacy versus Roderick Strong for the Cruiserweight title. And all the rumors, oh, this is the end of the Cruiserweight title. Joe Gacy's going to win. No, he's not, because Roderick Strong, who's going to be the last member of Undisputed Era in NXT, won tonight uh, and retained the Cruiserweight title. But what did you think of the match, Issa?
2: I mean, the match itself was great, right? Going into the uh, match when they did the video package presentation, they shown Roderick Strong like slamming Odyssey Jones and I'm like, he's winning this, isn't he? Which, you know, I had a feeling. I'm like, they're, they're showing him destroy guys that are much bigger than him. To me, yeah. I saw that as an indication that he was going to go through Joe Gacy. For me, this was the low point of the show. I thought War Games was a fun show to watch. It delivered beyond my expectations for it. But this would be the match that I could have done Without, But I am glad that Roderick Strong won because there's already two singles titles in the male division. We don't need an all-inclusive title that everybody can fight for. It Let's just book the two titles that we already have the right way and let the Cruiserways have their thing.
0: I will say this. I was cheering for Joe Gacy. I I do like the idea of an all-inclusive title. Only because it wouldn't be like the other titles that are singles titles. They wouldn't treat it like anybody can fight for this. That would be the message he tries to say as a heel. It's all-inclusive. But he would use it to fight just anybody, like literally anybody. Not the elite athletes of NXT, but just people from the streets who look differently. And from a comedy satire standpoint, I really do like this idea and think that this is where it's going and i do think the fact because i thought joe gacy was winning tonight i think the fact yeah. that so many people thought he was going to go over and this was definitely idea that NXT's is going to run with i think it helped this match in terms of having suspense but i will say it followed like an emotionally charged match where you just yeah. saw some guy get his head shaved so watching this wasn't as like emotionally charged and i didn't think it was all that great of a match but i, I am liking this idea of an all-inclusive title it's something for nxt that'll set it apart and, and i want to see where this goes
1: Well, it was emotional for me because after the other night's revelation that his shoot last name uh, is an anglicization of my last name and his family's (laughs) from the same area, my wife did turn to me tonight and go, you know, you do kind of look like you could be related.
0: Yes. (laughs) I would have liked if your wife said, you know, he's kind of (laughs) cute. Oh, my (laughs) God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alfred, don't you think that... I mean, maybe it's because I have a very little faith on new titles being brought in and being booked the right way. But when I started trying to analyze what they would do with this, I kept thinking of the million dollar title, how it was like, it was fun in the storyline, but it was kind of like a prop and they eliminated it later on. So maybe if they did that, it could be something that they do for the storyline purposes. And then at some point a Cruiserweight, get it back and we take it back to the, you know, Cruiserweight title. I just wouldn't keep it there if Joe Gacy is not the one having it to use it as a gimmick. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. It does have a shelf life. And who knows? Maybe this is the way that they're eventually going to phase this title out, um, which would kind of be a shame. But they haven't done too much of the Cruiserweight Championship anyway. So right. why not just, just take a risk? This would be the most different championship in all of WWE. And it's about something that's pretty contemporary. So. It
2: could go 24-7 so quick. Oh, though. yeah. Oh. I've, yeah.
0: I've got how you make it even funnier. <laughs> and this goes
1: with Vince's politics and Road Dog's politics and everyone that's writing this hundred Percent. He makes it the all-inclusive title and then he defends it and everybody for participating gets a title
0: so everyone's a champion. Uh, i love it i love that he could yeah change the name of the part the participation championship yeah yeah I, I, just, I love it everybody gets a participation belts. that's the open challenge a participation yeah. open challenge where like just for partaking in it that's a genius idea you see what i'm talking you see, just like you're talking about this is a brilliant idea It wouldn't get better than this. This is how you make Joe Gacy actually funny.
2: (laughs) When we start writing for NXT 2.0, I do not want my name near anything of what you guys are speaking about right now. The all-inclusive title will be your story to write. I'm out of this one. (laughs)
0: It's got to be Parker Bordeaux has to be presenting them. Just deadpan, present them with the title. (laughs) And lifts them up on his shoulders. Everybody cheer. You know, we get a two, four, six, eight. who do we appreciate chant after. Please. Please, NXT, a Participation Championship. Come on, you'd be on board for that, wouldn't you? No. (laughs) And someone will keep keep challenging them and losing and getting it, and then we'll have like
1: a 16-time Participation Champion
2: don't you remember yeah. when the miss was giving out those participation like certificates it was a picture of him and maurice saying you tried you tried yeah I, yeah I,
1: I, found, I, I recreated one of those and printed it out and framed it and gave it to my wife for christmas one year because that's like the best gimmick that they dropped yes. they should have been selling those on the shop we thought oh that yeah one thousand
2: percent i used to have it on my favorite album on my phone and i would respond to every lame tweet with that for the longest time
1: <laughs> so good <laughs> so good uh, but this match was good. I mean, okay, so take away the gimmicks, take away all of it. I mean, I thought Joe Gacy really showed that he can wrestle tonight. Him against Roderick was a great matchup. Uh, slightly different styles. I mean, this this was objectively, regardless of what you think of the gimmick or the scenario, this was a pretty good match, I thought.
2: Pretty good, but in a in a card that we have, probably yeah. the low point, you know what yeah. I mean? But it wasn't a bad match, do not get me wrong at all. It's just that what we're speaking about the whole show overall, this was, pro- in my opinion, the lowest point, but it wasn't a bad match.
0: Yeah, I I will say it suffered from the placement, but I will say this as well, is the uh, video package they put together, and this is typical WWE, it's not the first time this has happened, it was way better and it made it seem like this feud was way better than it really was in terms of the stories and the points that they hit to get you prepared for this as to why they're fighting, I thought it made this very compelling. Uh, just going off of this video package.
2: Everything tonight was so much better than the build-up to this pay-per-view. I feel like I went into these war games thinking I'm not as hyped. Maybe it's because we didn't really see these fields, you know, the way they should have been built up. But they over-delivered yeah. in the ring-wise, yeah.
1: Yeah. And the main event tonight, the men's war games match where we had NXT Team 2.0, which is really funny when you think about 2.0 on AEW and the fact they keep calling NXT 2.0 tonight. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, or pardon me, uh, Tommaso Ciampa was uh, was black and gold. So the Wrestling Inc recap has this in the wrong order, but Team 2.0 is uh Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and Grayson Waller versus the black and gold brand. Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight. And Johnny Gargano getting quite an emotional entrance to his original music. Tommaso Ciampa making that comment backstage tonight being all about him. I mean, this did feel like this was Johnny Gargano's uh, final match in NXT. I mean, most definitely, I feel like it's his final takeover match. Not that we use that term anymore, but his final NXT pay-per-view match. Which, again, also doesn't make sense because you don't pay to watch this separately.
2: (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Tony D'Angelo was a vision in white, you guys. He came out in white. He looked like a mobster angel coming out dressed in all white. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Joining um, Argano's gear, I read somewhere online that it was he had pieces song of every gear he's won in oh, like wow. pay-per-view onto it, yeah. um, which I thought made it even more emotional. Him coming out to the music, just seeing him in the ring with Champa doing a couple of the DIY things. It was it really felt like it was um, his last his last match. And I I Listen, they they had us, they had me in my feels, and I could not take my eyes off of him. But outside of that, I thought the two team shine tonight. I sent out a tweet that I was "I'm calling NXT two and I'm gonna ask it on a second date because this was <laughs> impressive for these guys. The table spot that um, Grayson took, mm-hmm. it was like the most perfect table spot I ever seen." Felt different from the opening match and the women's matches. We didn't see a lot of repeated spots. Yeah. Also, forgot to mention, special shout out to their team for setting this up. Because I didn't think they were going to be able to get war games with the two rings and everything in that space. Yeah. But it did look cool. Um, But yeah, I really, really was very impressed with Team 2.0 tonight. I was like, these new guys shine. The entire 2.0 brand shine tonight. And this is how you get people to care about these characters. is by letting them wrestle like this.
0: Yeah, I very much like this. Uh, Grayson Waller took a couple of crazy bumps to the table. And uh, the first one with LA Knight was great. And the second one, like Mm -hmm. he was kind of flailing for the elbow drop. But the way the table exploded, I thought, was very impressive in terms of how the table broke. And so I thought there was a lot of entertaining stuff in this match. The thing about LA Knight that really stood out to me was that he is a natural heel and everybody knows that and he knows how to portray a heel so when he was being presented to this crowd as a babyface particularly during his entrance nobody really reacted to him because I don't think they buy him as a babyface and they shouldn't because he wasn't explained as to why he is but when he wrestles as a babyface this crowd completely came alive in terms of the fire he showed and how he wrestled as a babyface being more of a crowd pleaser I thought he was really good Mm. and not advocating for him to be a babyface but I thought it was very fascinating that like Mm -hmm. once he Got in the ring, people were going crazy for him, and he knew how to play to that crowd.
1: I thought Tony D'Angelo really shined tonight. I think yes. him uh, as always, uh, in, in a feud <laughs> with pd Poppins would be excellent <laughs> from here going forward. And Ooh, we did
2: and get a spot between them just to kind of highlight that, which I think is what's going to be what's next for Tony.
0: and but the holy can, shit champ.
2: Yeah.
1: Pete can lean into sort of a peaky blonders, like, uh, you know different different sort of street gang yeah. mentality yeah they could do some <laughs> stuff with this and he it's locked the cage
2: he locked the cage yeah tony d'angelo locked it. i thought tony brownbreaker breaker actually grayson i thought they all they all look great tonight but i thought tony and, and Braun really really stood out and, and grayson just because of the craziest bumps he was doing
1: yeah. and dexter loomis we got a
0: dexter cameo yes perfect under the ring i really like that
2: what do you so think? So he was going to come for Tony, though. Didn't you think that, Glenn? Because, like, the yeah. last time we saw him, Tony kind of, like, lay him out. But he went after Carmelo Hayes.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I th- Well, they- no, it's
2: after trip. Yeah. Chick, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. I think they've got unfinished business, uh, which, you know, most definitely will continue from here. But there's a lot of directions this can go. And I think the biggest of that is that uh, Braun Breaker pinned uh, tonight Tommaso Ciampa for the win. I mean at New Year's Evil, I will be shocked if Braun does not rematch and win that NXT championship.
0: Yeah, this is the NXT formula because this is exactly how they got Raquel Gonzalez going to where she got the big pin, the first person to beat EO Shirai uh, while she was NXT Women's Champion, and then she went on to beat her. So I think that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, he has to. There's no other scenario. He has to beat Tommaso Ciampa whenever they have their match, which, yeah, will probably be at New Year's Evil.
1: This is really good. We had two unique War Games matches tonight. The men's one had a lot of good showcase spots. I mean, I think tonight, given our criticisms of the last few weeks of NXT and where it's been going, I think tonight could be uh, kind of the kick in the pants they need to kind of get some momentum back. And I mean, to that end, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just really about adding more fresh talent, telling more new and original stories, and maybe some of this transition from the old to the new will be a little accelerated now after tonight and not that i mind seeing the legacy talent that's been there but i think that they haven't gone out of their way to come up with very unique and entertaining storylines that integrate the older talent with the newer talent so i'm hoping they do that right. after tonight good point well said uh hojo to go bolinski saying uh with his five dollar super chat was tony bleeding or was that johnny's blood on tony's face
0: I think it was, it was Johnny's blood.
2: I, I thought it was Johnny's blood. So the only person I, I noticed bleeding was Johnny tonight. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that was his blood on on Tony's face. And to Glenn's point, I, I keep thinking of what Alfred said in the beginning of the show. I think that a lot of the reasons why tonight felt so good for NXT 2.0 is because a lot of the old school NXT people helped these guys shine. And girls, they all shine tonight. And I, and a lot of it has yeah. to do with you know interacting with the older NXT people, helping them get over in the ring.
3: Yeah.
0: They they really do need those guys, it's, it's, if nothing else, to keep the audience around, the core audience, because, you know, the, the new guys, it's great that you're putting new guys out there, but they need to get over first before you get rid of the old guys, and that has not happened yet.
1: You know, Braun Breaker, some of my frustration with him is, well, I think he has the look and the moveset. I don't think his promos have been great yet. I don't really know what his character is. I could see him beating Ciampa and then Ciampa taking on like a coach-type role with him and doing something to align them after after he drops the title. Because I think that Braun would greatly benefit from having like an older hand in his corner.
2: Yes. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. I mean, I think I think he looks the part in the ring, but you're right. It's it's when he's talking that he... I go back to that promo he caught on Wednesday, and I'm like, eek. And then you see him tonight, and you go, okay, maybe this guy's the next big thing. So you might be right. He might just need a mouthpiece and, and a couple of, you know, pointing tips from Champa to to get where he needs to go.
0: Maybe he needs like a real father figure, like like his dad. <laughs> that oh, would I, be. I mean, I don't know what the wait Alfred. Was, who but, is
2: his dad? <laughs> oh, I don't
0: know. I some guy used to be a wrestler. Never heard. Oh, his name okay, before, okay. I who don't knows?
2: Think, is he not? We're not allowed to talk about him. Nope. <laughs> no,
0: we're
2: not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tommaso
1: Ciampa is 36 years old. If you told me he was 56, I would believe you. Yeah. That dude has lived.
2: Tommaso Ciampa is of empire. He has no age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this was good tonight. Uh was. So,
0: Alfred, your final thoughts on uh, tonight's proceedings. Very good show. A near perfect show in terms of wow. what it was. I loved the length. I thought yeah. it went by very quickly. And I thought for as quickly as it went by, a lot went on. And that's the best combination. So, very good. I'll say like 8 out of 10. Wow, Isa.
2: Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I was afraid that being, you know, NXT 2.0, it was mm-hmm. going to disappoint, but it didn't. It, it went beyond my expectations, and I will take it out on a second date. <laughs> That's my rating system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on that note uh thank you everyone for tuning in tonight tomorrow night monday night raw back tuesday we're gonna be here to talk about nxt can't believe the weekend's over i gotta bounce and go watch yellow jackets in succession i heard succession tonight it's a banger of an episode oh so. i can't wait Yeah, i gotta watch it live before i get spoiled uh thanks everyone for tuning in and joining us she's at nyc dima diva that's diva with the one he said this is nasty i'm at Glenn rubinson and we'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling inc podcast take care